life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Bjorn Volterman, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Thank you for having me. Your name sounds uh, very much like Velkomen. It's it's very uh, uh, welcoming. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah, welcoming yeah. name. Yeah, is that what it means? Yeah. Welcoming? Uh, no, not really. And and I have a hard time finding it out, like what it really is. But it's like kind of a craftsman, and then man means man. It's like you know, uh, that's where it's coming right. from. Yeah. But, uh, it's it's not that deep like a carpenter or whatsoever. It's not like a very specific <laughs> term. Some people try to force it and make it a Jesus analogy. Uh, yeah, no, but Bjorn, Bjorn is a, uh, you know, I'm Norsk, like Scandinavian, and it means bear. Oh, sweet. It means bear, yeah. And then sometimes I say, like, we, we, we cuddle, or we can also be, <laughs> we can do the other thing if, if, if we have to. Pull so out the teeth uh, and claws. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, Bjorn means bear, and uh, yeah. it's, uh, and there's the baby Bjorn, which people have, like, you know, yeah. the, the crate, but yes. How about, you know, you just had me flash back to that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, The Remnant. Oh, yes. That Brilliant. was a hard scene to watch where he's yes. just getting wrecked by that Bjorn. Totally. But but he followed the rule. Do you know the bear rule? There's a bear rule. Tell, if it's tell black, us the bear rule. Yeah. So yeah. if it's black, fight back. Okay. If it's brown, lay down. Okay. And if it's white, good night. <laughs> no chance with the polar bear, huh? No way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're going to that part of the world, you better have a darn good reason because you are not only... You know, you're not apex by any means, no. and the 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 environment is completely unforgiving and unrelenting. And and I always find it absolutely fascinating with what little equipment our ancestors had, how far they got. Unbelievable! They absolutely had to be so much tougher than us. Yes, the level of resilience <laughs> that people yeah. used to have was just like wow. It's like right. And even if you think about it, like what did they use to climb Everest for the first time? What did Hillary use for the like? They had like wool and, right. and flax, flax yeah. ropes and like. If, if that gets wet, you're in yeah. trouble. Yeah. I, I was like, wow. I, I'm always absolutely in awe, um, especially like in the, yeah, in America. You know, if you think about it, there was no infrastructure and then you had a massive continent where in Europe we went very incremental, right? So next mm -hmm. village, next village, there was always somewhere to go to and was always like the world was rose from the Romans and so on and so forth, right? right. So. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm enjoying this intro. We're going to talk about what you're actually, what you've crafted and how it's, it's changing the game and in, in fitness and gamifying it in a way where a lot of people are having success in an area that they'd only had failures. Um, Absolutely. But I'm curious. So I've been to, I've been to different parts of Europe. I went and uh, I was, I was going to mention beforehand in high school, I played, I played soccer and we went to Bitburg and yes. trained with uh, Byron Leverkusen. Mm -hmm. Amazing, like a great week. And when we went to go see their feeder programs with like the five-year-old kids who are like little yeah. Cristiano Ronaldos and their whole life is soccer. Totally, 100%. You know, it's all soccer. It's amazing. And um, what always blew my mind about Europe is some of these buildings that look like we couldn't build them today. Or it seems like it would be very difficult, like the level of of architecture and detail, and and they almost look in some ways like like it could have been an energy machine of some sort. 
if that even makes sense. I mean, uh, some of the cathedrals, so the Cologne yeah. Dome, I think was built over a thousand years. Like between starting amazing. and finish, like something okay, like that, this. That makes more sense. Or like then. hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think we had more time. Yeah. And and craftsmanship was, yeah, like, I mean, the whole economics were very, very different. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and, and they're old, right? And they're around, right? It's also the thing, right? So they have been around for like hundreds of years of yeah. thousands of years. And yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's fascinating, absolutely. I mean, I have my my whole um, thoughts about very, very, very old buildings, which makes no sense how they've been built. But I think this would probably break the scope of this podcast. <laughs> we'll see if we got time at the end. So, um, yeah, I want to talk about Catalyst and your and your journey there. But um, maybe you could give us a little bit of your origin story, yeah, and um, and kind of how you how you got here. Yeah, so I'm I'm born in Germany and. Uh, was on a path to become a pilot with the Air Force over there, figured out that they have a bad back, so I shouldn't sit on planes, so didn't do that. Mm. Um, uh, sold my first company that I had in high school and became a behavioral economist. Um, so I basically study and optimize human behavior at scale. Um, and and so really understand. So understand is one of my, my key values um, besides care and lead, but really understand why something is, is happening in a certain way um, joined a group, uh, was in tech for, for a long period of time, um, ran basically a, a lot of tech incubation for Germany's largest company, which was Deutsche Telekom at the time, and ended up with 150 days a year on a plane, um, which uh, 15 years earlier, someone told me I shouldn't be doing. So my lower back was an absolute agony and I was on painkillers 20 days a month. And oh, uh, yeah, it was not, was not good. Were you, so on the, were you on the Sackler family line of opiates? <laughs> no, 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 like no opiates. It's just ibuprofen and whatever because oh, okay. uh, right, we're lucky. Like we don't we do not do opiates that quickly over there. And yeah. And, yeah, otherwise it would have been absolutely disastrous for sure. That could have but, been I, but I had this like weird role in the morning getting out of bed because I couldn't sit up and like, mm-hmm. so and so forth. So. Um, and at 35, <laughs> oh, that's not generally what you should be doing. Kind of bums you out to start the day. Yeah, no, totally. Like <laughs> starts of the day were not good. Yeah. And uh, my physician said, you either quit your job or um, you massively strengthen your core. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to quit my job, but how am I going to strengthen my core? He says like, hey, there's this training studio down the road. I go there twice a week. So I'm I the physician. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. You know, it's using this new technology and yeah. it's like works out all your muscle body parts and la, 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 all the benefits, right? So no joint impact, like absolute crazy uh, muscle activation. And, and by the way, it's just 20 minutes. And I said, okay, now you lost me. Like, this is too good to be true. Like literally <laughs> yeah. that's too good to be true. He said, no, 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 no. Because like, you know, really try this out and, and they explain everything to you. Uh, and, and he's my physician, right? And like, yeah. he used it himself. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. So I went down the road and I saw a beautiful white studio, big windows in the, in the front. And there were two individuals with like wires everywhere on them in a black suit, <laughs> uh, standing in front of a device with a personal trainer. And the personal trainer was doing a butterfly having nothing in their hands. And yeah. they were following him. <laughs> feel like it's like the emperor's new clothes and they were dripping (laughs) and i was like okay they have nothing in their hands they're barely moving is that a heated room or what is this like you know i like i was like absolutely fascinated by what they're doing went inside they explained to me what we're basically using is like muscle stimulation technology that we've been using in rehab forever right so when you're when you're foot is injured or your knee is injured or whatsoever what are you going to use you use Mm -hmm. these these sticky pads and stim Mm -hmm. so 
my question obviously was like, hey, like electricity, like on the body, like why? It's like they said, like your body works on electricity, right? right? So your brain is like a computer that works on like electric signals and the nervous system are conduits and so mm -hmm. on. So it's just using exactly the same. And I was like, okay, interesting. And, and it's like all connected with this collagen super highway of fiber optics. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, literally. And there are these insulators around there. And like, you know, so it's, it's, it's literally, mm -hmm. um, it's literally all electricity that this, this works on. And, and we're basically mimicking these signals and we're helping the body to contract your muscles. Okay. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And, and we're doing this all over the body. So you can train your whole chains, like motion chains, like very functional movements, whole posterior chain, for example, instead of isolations. Um, mm. And because we're training all these muscles at the same time and we have a very high engagement level per muscle group, it just takes 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, so I tried out and three minutes in, my body was like, I'm picturing you putting putting on the suit begrudgingly, <laughs> like you're interested and you really want to do it. You're I'm, like, I'm a curious person, up. right? I'm like, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. just, I mean, if you see the a plane, yeah, if you see a, if you see a plane for the very first time, you're like, what? Like, you know, if you're just used to carriages, right? So think about it, like. In the in the in the early in early 1900, like when the Wright brothers had the first flight, we were in horse carriages. We didn't have cars yet, so they were basically like the first cars, and they were like an anomaly. And at that time, they figured out flight. So so it's like you know wow. when you have something, some technology that's certain advanced to what we are known, mm -hmm. it's basically always magic, or you don't believe it. Yeah until it's happening. And this is a little bit how I felt in that moment. So, mm -hmm. so I went and I did it and like three, five minutes in, I was sweating like crazy, mm -hmm. although I wasn't moving. And then 20 minutes in, I was like, woo, like what just happened? Like, and, mm -hmm. and you've done it, right? So, mm -hmm. so you know, like your, your body is really up there. I, I love it. I was blown away at like during the warm up, I was sweating. Now I sweat a lot, no matter what, but I did it outside barefoot in the grass and in the sun. And it was great like, combination, great combination. It was yes. a great combination, but I was yes. charging up from every angle and four or five minutes in, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, we call this also like a time machine. So when the trainer at halftime at 10 minutes says, oh, halftime, like some people are like, F you, like literally like, because it's really <laughs> hard at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, because we had, we, we literally heard people swear because they were like, what? Like, this is like. This is intense. It's not a hack. It's not a freebie and so on and so forth, right? It's just, it's just no, very, you're, very- you're expending the energy. Yes, exactly. So you're very working with your body. And then two nights later, I could barely get off the bed because I was so sore at a hotel. Like literally, I remember mm -hmm. that. Like I could, I was like, wow, it's like something really happens. It was the good doms, right? So you're not, you're not in pain. You're not sore directly mm -hmm. afterwards. You're two days later when the delayed onset muscle soreness is really supposed to get in. And this is really what I felt. So I gave right. it a shot. Yeah. Okay, now let's fast forward a little bit. So I gave it a shot. Um, I did it every Monday because this was my non-travel day. And after mm. six weeks, I told my wife I haven't taken a pill in a week and I can get out of bed without pain, Whoa. which for me was a miracle. Like literally, I spent six weeks, half an hour in the studio and I'm not taking pills anymore. Whoa. And that was for me absolutely mind-boggling. And uh, I, I said, I don't do this weird role anymore. I can sit up and 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 so on and so forth. And uh, uh, also for context, so four years, five years ago, I went to a chiropractor. They did an X-ray with me, and they said your lower back is sixty-five years old. Uh, I'm forty-five, forty-six now. Like I was like forty-two at the time. So they said like your back like 
from a bone structure is literally that. It's actually a miracle that you didn't have a herniated disc yet and you don't have like yet because I'm able to hold it in place because I'm muscularly strong to basically hold it in place and not get into these weird pinching um, angles where the discs basically get pinched and then herniate. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no spinal compression like you would experience with, yes. say, doing a, a barbell back squat. Exactly. So, so I'm, I'm basically able to do the heavy load on my muscles without the heavy load on my joints. Mm-hmm. And that's really mm-hmm. the yeah. big benefit of full body EMS training or EMS training in general that we're, that we're using here, which is you have all the muscle activation without the joint impact, without the ligament impact, ligament impact a little bit, but just the, the, the soft tension, not the hard tension, the quick tension. And mm-hmm. so you, you don't have the negative side effects of training and the injury risk. Uh, because mm-hmm. again, it comes from physiotherapy originally, so it's the softest way to train the muscle. So we've been using this exclusively on injured muscles. So the question for me really was like, mm. why are we, why, why are we only using this on in injured muscles, right? And this is what these guys basically did: they use it with healthy individuals and make you stronger and make you better. Yeah. Um, so to to close out the story very quickly, um, really fell in love with it, and two things that I was that were like really triggering um, a curiosity with me was my training partner, a skilled female. I'm like, what? Like there's personal training that's like hardcore, that's really like going for it. You're sweating and and you're really going for it. In the gym, you don't find 60-year-old females. Like you don't. And now once of a sudden, there was this lady and she was successful with this and she totally, you know, owned this and like totally was winning. And I asked her, why are you coming? She's like, I can play with my children again and my grandchildren again. And I can take my groceries on my own and I'm much more independent and I take longer walks and so on and so forth. So this this was like absolutely fascinating for me from a behavior perspective, because normally you don't see these people uh, in a a strength training gym set up in this cohort, right? So elderly people, especially women. They can't participate in life to the same degree. So they spend more and more time in their home. You don't see them. Yes. Yes, exactly. And the other thing is, especially for women, like with lower testosterone levels in general, they have higher atrophy than men have as they age. They have like higher osteoporosis than men have as they age. So working out is even more important for women than for right. men. It's for all of us important to fight atrophy as we um, as as we grow older. So sarcopenia is probably the biggest killer, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's not heart disease and it's not cancer. Mm-hmm. It is actually... Um, sarcopenia because everybody else is at one point in time tripping, falling, and mm-hmm. that's really what's what's triggering mm-hmm. it. Um, where where cancer is pretty much survivable these days. Uh, there's an interesting study. Uh, if we would eradicate all cancer, life expectancy would expand by 2.5 years or so, roughly like that. That's it. Well, I guess that's significant. It is significant, but but it's not like 40% of people get cancer, but- it, It's because so many people with survive cancer, it. yeah, survive- Oh, survive yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very interesting, like what we're looking mm-hmm. for, right? So we have a high focus on a cardiovascular disease, which I think is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and w- cancer is very, very upfront and center. But what Neurodegenerative we have disease been told, too, like the dementias, the Alzheimer's, exactly. Parkinson's. Yes, totally. But on that same thing is like the, the better muscle mass you have, the better body composition mm-hmm. has, like the less diabetes you have. And diabetes is a big contributor to 
Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and, and Parkinson's and like all the neurodegenerative right. diseases, right? So it's all connected. So it's literally use it or lose yeah. it. So um, the second thing that I saw was um, I was sitting in, L- in LA with some friends at a barbecue and the ladies started, my wife was with me, it was in, in, in uh, 2000, late 2012. And the lady started talking about fitness and my wife said, we're using this black suits. And it's like, you know, everything is a bit firmer and nicer <laughs> and like, you know, and, uh, and, and they were saying like, what are you talking about? And, uh, and I was like, you don't have this here? Like how on earth? I just heard uh, about it a couple of years ago. It's, it yes. seemed newer, even for people yes. that are into fitness. I can't believe yes. you were doing it that long ago. Yeah. So it started about 15 years ago in Germany as a mass phenomenon. Okay. And the U.S. got it much later. Yeah, and the reason for that is uh, in the in the eighties, like some of these like app belts that were run by a you know watch battery, like they cl- made horrendous claims. Like you know you get raw calves apps from a watch battery, and it lasts half a year. Oh yeah, I had one of those things that kind of electric. They don't your... work. No, yeah, and, and they don't work. It they wasn't just like what Bruce Lee used to use. Yeah, no, like Bruce Lee used real stuff, yeah. right? And uh, and I always say like Ivan Drago in, yeah. in Rocky Four, that's the real right? Stuff. That, that, that's the real Your stuff. Your guys' stuff and, is and, the real stuff. I can't even. I can't crank it all the way. No, 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 no. You can't. Like literally, and and it's it's um this is the real stuff. Yeah, it's like someone says like, is that related to these app bells? I'm like, it's as related to these app bells as my child's electric car is related to a Tesla. Yes, they are both electric cars, but it's it's a little bit of a different totally. yeah. thing. So um, so the FDA started regulating claims and the companies. So in the United States, all powered muscle stimulators, that's the category, are medical devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in the rest of the world, they're consumer electronics. Ah. So all these devices existed, but they weren't legal to sell in the United States. And this is why the US is 10 years behind. Gosh, you must have a legal team, huh? Uh, no, but uh, we work with the FDA very well. Uh, we have three clearances. We're the only over-the-counter consumer device that's legal to sell in the United States in full-body EMS. Wow, that's a yes. barrier to entry. Yes, massive. <laughs> um, and it took like a ton of inventions to actually make that happen and to convince them, hey, this is this you can give it to end consumers, right? So we first had a prescription device that we ran in three studios. Yeah, and then we created a ton of data, like over thirteen thousand like training sessions and whatsoever. And I designed a experience that was so easy to use that the FDA said, "Okay, you can give it to end consumers." Yeah. I, okay. So let's let's talk about that. And if you don't mind going back just one step further, because you breathed yes. you breezed over something that I think a lot of our listeners would be interested in. You built and sold a company in high school. You created a company that was sellable while you were in high school. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of special. Can you at least give us that background? Oh, no, no. Like, so, there's not so, a lot of high school kids that are like, oh yeah, I built no, and sold a company successfully. You no, know? when I was when I was 16, um, you know, I was basically interning with my parents a little bit and they had a, a small firm. And I was just looking at like how the, it was like early 90s, right? So yeah. we are still at typewriters, right. right? Just for context, right? So we still had typewriters. And um, and I just wanted to like make a little bit of money, so I didn't have a typewriter, so I brought my computer, and my printer, which was like a very early like three eighty six, like you know, just like saw stuff and bzz, bzz, yeah. bzz, bzz, printers, <laughs> and um, and and they basically tasked me with like typing certain things, and at the second letter, I was like why are we typing all these? Like, you know, it's like, why are we doing this? Like, so serial letters, like other things or whatever. So very quickly, like within a week, I was more productive than the other three people that in the, in this office. And I was just like, 
okay, we can do this better. And then I found out, and my parents basically said, oh, can you leave your computer? You can buy a new one when you go home. Okay, great. Cool deal. Not wonderful. Because I had set this all up. So I bought the next one. I was 16 at that time, right? So, w- so was it audio to text that you set up? Uh, no, 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 not audio to text. I was just like typing, but serial letters. Like, you know, instead of like, just like insert new address, like send this to someone, insert new address, send this to someone. Gotcha. Like, okay, or, cool. or just like take a template and then just edit a little bit, but the rest is the same or the disclaimers are the same nice. and whatsoever. So, okay. So all that kind of stuff, just optimizing stuff because I always want to understand. Which and was then like optimize. magic to your parents. It was like, and, and to everyone, it was magic <laughs> yeah. at the time, right? And and then the next time I came in, it was the next holidays. Was like, well, this were like three, four days, and I worked also to a place that I, you know, have some disposable income as a as a kid. And um, yeah. And then I were like two computers. And the next problem for me was like, okay, this file is on that computer. This file is on this computer. This makes no sense. And putting them back. Okay, I build a network. Like, learn like quickly. Like, how do I set up first network? Like, put that together. And then I was like, there's a business here. Yeah. It's like, and and I talked to like you know, when my when my parents had like other people over. You know, they also had businesses, and none of them had computers. And I was like, okay, this is this is a business. So, uh, together with a buddy of mine who I basically hired, uh, who was like a school friend. Uh, we basically learned how to do this. We built computers from scratch. Then we built networks from scratch, uh, access databases for workflows. And we took uh, lawyers, doctors, uh, you know, tax accountants whatsoever out of the typewriter business after school. And uh, and uh, the, the margins were killer because no one knew what this was and, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and, no. <laughs> sure, go get someone and, else to uh, do it. And, and, and <laughs> we, we, we did this over weekends and evenings and, and so on and so forth. And uh, yeah. And then I couldn't do this anymore. And there was a firm and I basically sold the customer base. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. What's up, guys? Anthony here. And I have a biohack that I think you'll find interesting. So some things that are important to me are structuring my water, revitalizing it, making sure it's, of course, clean. You know, you can't have fluoride or chlorine or anything in there that's going to cause oxidative stress or destroy your gut microbiome. But once you have clean water, we need to energize it or structure it. And the way that I do this is a device called the Soma Vedic. Now, the research that's been done on these devices is really exciting. So you guys have probably seen those videos uh, back in the day about the effect of different energies and words on water, where if you spoke to water using words like love and gratitude and peace and compassion, the water when frozen and looked at under uh, uh, various types of microscopes took on a crystalline, almost snowflake-like structure. They partnered with the Masaromoto Institute and found that the Soma Vedic has the same effect. But it goes a lot further. They've also found that when we are exposed to wireless electricity, our blood starts to, it hypercoagulates, it becomes thicker. The electrons around red blood cells that keep our blood flowing freely, we start to lose them. And the red blood cells stick together and that's where you can experience brain fog, fatigue, cardiovascular issues. It can increase your risk of all chronic and degenerative diseases. And the Soma Vedic also has been shown to restore healthy blood flow and actually put some of these electrons back into your body so that your red blood cells flow more easily and effortlessly throughout your circulatory system. If you guys are interested in checking out the Soma Vedic, you can go to somavedic.com. We have a biohacks discount code set up for you and I think you'll love it. 
Okay, so then fast forward to you've you've been trying these. Um, you said EMS or MS, so electrical muscle stimulation or muscle stimulation so, technology. Is that is that the proper yes, terminology? Exactly. Okay, so you were training in these suits, no actual weight, but the electrical stimulation from the suit creates a greater level of of muscle contraction. There's actually of more engagement, muscle yes, engagement exactly. and muscle fibers that yes. are stimulated, perhaps yes. than even if you were to have a heavy load of weights. Absolutely, yeah. So voluntarily, you can activate, if you're like a pro athlete, basically around half of your muscle fibers at the same time. Okay, so if you're flexing your whole body as hard as you can, you're maybe getting 50% if you're a pro athlete. Yes, yes. So, and and the, the reason for that is the muscle fibers need time to recharge. Mm -hmm. So nutrients need to be replenished and so on and so forth. There's one condition in, in the human physiology when you can basically overwrite that. And that is under stress, under extreme adrenaline. You have these stories of the mother lifting the car with the baby inside Just and, thinking and so on and so forth. Yeah. Right? And um, so, um, so lifeguards will basically not really tell you this, but they stay about six feet, eight feet away until the person they're trying to rescue is tired. Mm. Otherwise, because, you get pulled under, right? Exactly. Right? So they, they just clamp onto you and you both die. And even a, a, a small girl can, because she's for two minutes under adrenaline, so powerful, she overpowers like the strongest. And you always approach from behind so that they can't grab you. Like you always approach from behind. That's a life hack right there. Yeah, yeah. If someone's yeah, ever drowning, you got to wait till they're kind of tired yeah. or else no, you, might like, be, you might be If toast. you're really like, they dip, okay, then you grab them, mm -hmm. you go on, grab them, or come always from behind. Mm -hmm. Never approach the person from the front unless you knock them in the face. Like literally that's like, no, it's like, otherwise you both die. Thanks for saving my life, but why'd you punch me in the face? <laughs> Afterwards, you still got to be okay, yeah, right? No. So, but, but it's, it's that dangerous yeah. because you have so much power. Yeah, I can, I However, can see that. I've never heard that though. Right. But later after adrenaline, you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. The adrenaline right? dump, okay. and then you got to recover because yes. you're wiped. So, but when you're running from the saber tooth, you need the two minutes. I get this. This is from ancient. This is like programmed for like tens of thousands of years into the human. Right. The human physiology hasn't really changed in the last seventy thousand years. At some point, we all we're... ran from a predator, and that's why we're here. <laughs> exactly. So for two minutes, we need that. Yeah. But when we are running through the, you know, Serengeti and trying to hunt an antelope or something like that. Um, we need to pace ourselves. And there's a natural mechanism in the body to pace yourself. And this is, for example, why we do three sets when we lift. Because in my first set, I'm just activating half of my muscles. Mm -hmm. And then I do a second set and then I do a third set so that I basically like cycle through the different muscle fibers. So I can't just do one set and be done. So with powered muscle stimulation, what's happening is you have your voluntary load on your muscle mm -hmm. and you superimpose a involuntary load that comes through the skin. It activates more motor neurons mm -hmm. at the end, uh, at the end uh, has a higher release of all the neurotransmitters that you need. Mm -hmm. And you just get a more complete muscle contraction. And that can go in two ways. Either you are already very well-trained, so you get a higher contraction and you learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you are very untrained and you're even learning 
how should it feel when I contract my muscle? So people very often, like when, you, when you're untrained, they say, oh, this, I'm cramping. Like, no, you're not cramping. This is how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> right. It, well, that's the feeling that we're familiar with. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, so you get a stronger muscle contraction is, is like one of the benefits. The other benefit is, let's say we're using biceps and triceps, right? Mm -hmm. So you're doing like a biceps curl. Mm -hmm. So in EMS training, what's happening is your biceps becomes the counterforce of your triceps. Right. Because they're both being stimulated at the same time. Opposing muscle groups, if you will. Exactly. So the agonist and antagonist are basically firing at the same time. Mm -hmm. But your voluntary contraction is just activating one of the two. Right. Right. Because like in the biceps curl, you're just triggering the biceps and yeah. to actually activate. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you stretch the triceps, but under load. Correct. So you might have heard or like your audience might have heard negatives. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to do negatives. So, for example, if people are not able to do any pull ups at all, get a chair, get up and lower yourself very slowly down mm -hmm. and do this like until you are strong enough because you're still training your biceps and your lat. Mm -hmm. Actually, a good pull up is done through the lat. Right, so if you do a good pull-up, you're still training your muscle because under tension you elongate the muscle, right. and and that's what's now happening in in full body uh, full body muscle stimulation training. You're basically going through all these different range of motions, and you always have a, a, a positive contraction and a negative contraction mm -hmm. in parallel. So you have a lot of muscle work, a lot of also muscle damage, which you want mm -hmm. um, throughout the whole body while you're working out without any loads and without an injury risk. Yeah, it, it's very appealing, especially because from the, the pain perspective, like even Isabel, who I mentioned, onboarded me, and then she's one of your trainers in the, the done with you style workouts. Yes. And I said, and I was like, have you noticed a big change since you've been using the Catalyst? And she said, I had this nagging pain in, I don't remember if it was her knee or her hip, but in her lower body that she could not get rid of. And she goes, if I train with the catalyst once a week, it's almost completely gone. If I do twice a week, I have no pain. If I mm -hmm. stop training with the catalyst electrical stimulation suit, the pain comes back. Yes. That's very appealing so, to a lot of people, especially your absolutely. story. 100%. So my lower back is completely gone. I never got surgery. Um, I also got on it different fitness journey because now I'm strength training because I was a runner. Mm. Like I was 180 pounds 10 years ago. Now I'm 210. Oh, a lot um, bigger. But a lot bigger. Um, but I lost 8% body fat wow. at the same time. So I'm a totally different person today versus 10 years ago. I was just at a high school reunion. People were like, who's that guy? Right? So <laughs> now it's like, now you know, I want to see a picture of you when you were running. Um, I, uh, I can, I can show you a picture, but I think we can't put this. Yeah, we'll, here, we'll, but, we'll do uh, it after, but I'm curious. Cause like that's, that's a 30 pounds is, and, and less body fat is crazy. Do you still do cardio or did, did you just nix cardio? Um, so no, 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 I did not nix cardio. So I do cardio for, uh, for me, that's meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you, you bring a meditative component I, to your cardio. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I go for runs, uh, here. I, so I live in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have, good weather all the time. Oh, nice. I live like in front of a mountain. My buddy um, Max Major lives out there. He's, if you don't know him, I mean, and you want, I'll connect you guys. He's, he's yeah, one please. of the best illusionists alive. Like David Copperfield to. level hypnotist. I would love to. He could put people yeah. under on the Vegas strip. It's like nothing you'd ever seen. He just did uh Lewis, uh, Lewis Howes's greatness, school of greatness event. And he performed mm. for like everybody there. So he was hypnotizing an auditorium of like, 
2,000 people all at the same time. It's wild. Oh. You'd, you'd get a kick out of his stuff. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, so so when I focus, uh, I do I do catalyst. I also do some just push-ups, pull-ups, yeah. which are like calisthenics, which I can't do otherwise. Because yeah. also just from a, like, this is my work. Mm -hmm. And I also want to work out that's not work. Yeah. Right? Because whenever I'm in the suit and whenever I'm training, working out, I'm like seeing this and we can do this better. And what about this? Oh, and I have ideas. Yeah. So I can like, can't, so my can't workout for me are also- <laughs> When it's your right? thing. Can't turn it. Yeah. So this thing always like yeah. keeps keeps going. Yeah. And, uh, but I have I have like great outside uh, mountains and it's very rocky. So so I'm constantly, you constantly have to balance and have to figure it out. And it's like, I'm doing this like trail runs. Which is phenomenal never, for preventing, you know, for, for re maintaining neuroplasticity. Absolutely. We're not supposed 100%. to run on flat stuff all the time. No. Like your, your brain yeah. needs that proprioception and balance and adjustment and scanning the horizon, all that. Absolutely. hundred percent. And yeah. this is, this is what I'm, what I'm doing. Like these like flat, like concrete runs, I, I don't do. And my yeah. knees are not good for that anyway. So nice. it generally, cartilage is generally my issue. So lower back, knees. Um, but coming like back to pain, you, you, you mentioned that we have customers that had, um, especially when they're like, in their 50s and so a lot of shoulder problems mm, yeah my dad and what's dad. happening a lot is uh you know you have like frozen shoulder or partially frozen shoulder and and so on and so forth so you basically have muscle parts that basically lost their plasticity they lost their range of motion and so on and so forth and what catalyst is doing because we're triggering all these muscles is uh, these muscles get exhausted and then they have no other chance than to relax which they'd never have in a long time because you're trying to prevent pain. And when a muscle tries to prevent pain, you get into a weird state where yeah. they're constantly engaged. Compensatory things start to happen. Exactly. And uh, and we can really overcome that. Uh, there, there's really beautiful stuff. We had a customer that wanted to train uh, and as a prehab for a hip replacement. And the doctor said, ultimately, like, you might not even need it. Uh, because he got so much stronger that the joint stays in place, stayed in place and didn't slip out anymore. So uh, because he was just weaker. So everything is is just a question of like, what's your strength? And I mean, Peter Atia says this very well, right? You know, give give me a hang and tell me how long you hang and I tell you how old you're gonna get, right? That's that's literally what it is, right? So what's your grip strength and right. and what's your what's your that? So. We are really able to to train all the major muscle groups in a very short amount of time without any risk, mm -hmm. and even and this is the this is the thing that I'm I'm absolutely excited about is without any knowledge, right? If you go to the gym, they always mm. the question is like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how many how much weight do I need? Is my form uh, okay? Form? Am yes. I going to actually if, just injure myself trying to do something good for myself? Exactly, and then and then when you do that, then you're afraid of this thing again, so yeah. and so forth. So. It's, it's really this beauty of we've invented, I mean, I've not invented this, but we put it into a product that's now mass usable. But full body EMS training is literally, in my opinion, the first new type of workout in 3,000 years. Because everything else is a derivative of what the ancient Greeks did in the Olympic Games. We're lifting yeah, something, we're true, throwing actually. something, we're running, we're yeah. swimming, we're wrestling. Right. Yeah. What did, what did we do? We changed the work periods and the rest periods and called it Tabata and you do it this amount of yeah. times, but it's it's not a breakthrough. Right. It's not really, it's really not significantly different. Right. We did it, made a lot of progress in tracking. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have sleep trackers and oops. Uh, so we have like, happen. yeah, yeah. It's like this, this new Apple thing here. Is that what it uh, is? So we have, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like, there's a, 
I think I probably have to shut it off. Yeah, so reactions. There's a there's a new thing that Apple brought in with the latest uh, OS. Uh, so we we build trackers, right? Yeah. Sleep trackers, activity trackers, Apple Watches, Whoop Bands, Aura Bands, like all this kind of stuff. Right. And they help us understand better what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then we bolted a ton of iPads on existing devices. Mm-hmm which is motivation, also great. So tracking and, and, and visual motivation, we create music and amazing models like working out in front of me and like what's like great, yeah. that's all motivation. But generally technology is successful when it makes something easier, right? So the phone makes it easier to communicate or the car makes it easier to go from A to B or the plane makes it easier to cross a continent. Mm-hmm. That's really when technology has a societal impact. And in fitness, we haven't had that because the tool itself hasn't changed. Yeah. Okay, can we circle back to, you'd mentioned the increased muscle contraction or engagement. Yes. yes. Is that Has that been quantified and what are the other big breakthroughs associated with this type of muscle stimulation technology? Yeah, so the quantification is we, we see up to 90% engagement um, that we can get. Uh, most people don't train that high um, but the fact that we train significantly higher than the 30, 40 that you normally do. So it's easy to say that based on where I normally train, we can double that. I had that thing cranking. I was in the like, yeah. I mean, in the, in the you, hundreds for sure. Yeah. How do you feel afterwards? Freaking amazing. I felt great. I actually thought that I was going to be wiped out because like I mentioned, I just stacked the heat. You're in the suit. I'm out in the sun. And then it was... I probably went too high with my assessment and there was multiple times there where I'm like, I, I might be cranking this a little bit. So I'd, I'd adjust a, a, a tiny bit, but I thought yeah, I was going to be wiped out afterwards and I was charged up. I felt really good. And I particularly, like I've always kind of had for my size, a small ass. I just feel like it, I got it from my dad. He's got like a little Italian ass, you know, and this made my glutes fire in a way that I feel like I couldn't engage them with a traditional squat or even like a heavy hex bar deadlift just from the the, yeah. the electrical stim on my skin. Yeah, so glutes is 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 a really big benefit, especially upper glutes are really hard to for people to access. Mm-hmm. And and they're like all these new, you know, um, exercise, especially women are doing where hip thrusts and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. where they're trying to like, you know, get good. Every woman's um, trying to build her backside lately, it seems Right, like. uh, absolutely. <laughs> Instagram, um, thanks Instagram. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, and thanks and, Instagram. And, 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 and <laughs> implants also seem to be a big thing. Yeah. Uh, so, but more importantly, in terms of like, you know, health and, and you know, what, what we care about here is because we're sitting so much, we are all glute weak and um, hip flexors short. And that leads to a lot of lower back issues, right? Because your your pelvis is always tilted forward mm-hmm. um, because your your glutes are not pulling it back and your hip flexor is pulling it forward. Yep. Because so, so the ability to A, engage each muscle stronger, which is like a higher percentage of fiber activation is the one big it's, benefit. It's up to up to double. Possibly. Up to double, yeah. yes. The other side that's really important is training all your muscles. Uh, because we all have disbalances. You know, we all have imbalances forward, backwards, right, left. Um, we all, for most people hunch. So, so one of the things that really strikes me all the time is people always say like, you are so tall, I'm 6'4", right? So you're so tall. 
That is pretty tall. I didn't I didn't realize you were that tall because when you said 180 pounds, you had to be really freaking thin then. I was I was skinny. Now I'm 210 and yeah. one. Now I'm now I'm like, th- this is where I want to be, right? This yeah. is like you know really where I want to be. Um, but BMI would still say I'm overweight, which is nuts. But again, BMI is that a bad measurement. Is, that it's, thing is so stupid. It's, it's a bad measurement, right? It's I, don't, a good, I don't even want to like talk about, not 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 with you. I'm just like, we should just start ignoring it yeah. together as a collective. Totally, like, totally. We no longer pay attention to dumb things. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's been ingrained into people's thing. It's like, I actually have a friend, uh, a bodybuilder, like 5% body fat. He wanted to get on a health insurance and he had to lose weight Otherwise, they wouldn't accept him because of his BMI, because that's literally oh, what man. they had. It's like, it's just absolutely different topic. So coming back, so one is like, how many fibers can we engage per muscle? And the other one is all the body. Like we have to train all the body. We all have our favorite, even if we're working out, we all have our favorite workouts, right? We have our favorite machines, we have our favorite weights, mm-hmm. we have our favorite moves, or let's mm-hmm. say we play golf or tennis. Like we have a strong side and a weak side. Right, baseball. We have a strong side and a weak side. It's like we're throwing right-handed. We're pitching right-handed. We're, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so balancing that out, and we're sitting, we're hunching. So the front is strong, the back is weak. I'm, I'm in like the worst chair possible right now for for posture and everything. It's like a bucket chair. Like, I mean, you can tell I'm just. I feel like a gremlin on this on this podcast talking with you. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm even more aware of it now that we're talking about the yeah. importance of posture and sitting and everything. A- absolutely. And, and I, 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 when the pandemic hit, like I bought myself like a, 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 you know, height adjustable desk. So half of the day I'm standing, oh, nice. half of the day I'm sitting. So here it's better to sit because then you're close to the microphone. Otherwise this yeah. is like not, not really working, but uh, training all your muscle groups and leave no muscle behind mm. is one of the big, big benefits. Uh, Either they are hard to get to, lower back, abs sometimes, uh, traps. People like don't mm-hmm. know how to like really, really do this well, but like it's important yeah. for a good posture. Uh, glutes, mm-hmm. massive, massive topic um, for mm-hmm. lower back, but also aesthetic reasons, right? People want to, you know, don't, they don't want to have NBS. You know NBS, like no butt syndrome, right? <laughs> so they, they don't really want to have that. Like I learned not, this the other day. I'm not only the president, I'm also a client. Yeah. Um, it's so, not that bad. I'm making fun of myself. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> and um, and that's really where this where this technology shines. Um, mm. After injuries, uh, it's great recovery tool because it's the the ability. What we have with the system is you are basically adjusting each muscle group separately. So let's say you have an injury and you say like, hey, my quads, I want to train a little bit less, but the rest of the body, you can still keep training at the same intensity that you always did. So mm-hmm. what's now happening is like, you're not atrophying in the rest of your body. You're not getting really into this valley of performance. Uh, mm-hmm. You're just taking a little bit slower on certain muscle groups. And then over time, you can bring them back to where you wanted them to be. Again, mm-hmm. with the technology that in rehab you would use anyway. Right. Well, it's also, it's automatic. So there are many people who have either only failed when it comes to fitness and and certain things on their health journey, or just don't have even a beginner level mm-hmm. of, of knowledge. Yes. You put on this suit and you do what the person is doing in the video that is often a very elementary or basic move, mm-hmm. but then the suit fires yes. all of the muscle groups that are supposed to be working, exactly. whether you want to or not. Yes. You don't have a choice in the matter. No, you're on, you're on for the ride. Yes, you're yes. on for the ride. You put on the suit, 
you're working out today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, it's actually beautiful. Like, so the mental load that I need during the workout yeah. is relatively low. I'm just on for the ride. Right. So, and we, we have this in, in the gym It's like, do I do a 14th set uh, rep or 15th or like, oh no, this is good enough. Right. So depending on my mental capability today, that highly depends on my outcomes where with us, the, the equipment is taking some of that load off you. And, you know, it, it's always, you, you get what you put in hundred yeah. percent, but we're making it much easier and make it much more beneficial. I'm curious your thoughts on this because just as we investigate the mechanisms of how the catalyst works. Yes. I'm thinking about okay, if let's let's say um lipolysis and hypertrophy, mm -hmm. fat loss and building mm -hmm. muscle mm -hmm. was an equation that could be maximized. Mm -hmm. Right? So yes. we're solving to maximize hypertrophy and fat loss. Yes. Right? Yes. What do you believe that equation would look like? And, and I'm just writing down some notes here. So I'm going to share some initial things and then I'd like you to kind of yeah, tell yeah. me what your thoughts are. But time under tension. Mm -hmm. So the amount of time that a muscle is firing, that's something, right? So you've got your time under tension, but then there's also this engagement part of the equation. So mm -hmm. you talked about how a lot of people can only engage 30, 40%, even mm -hmm. a pro athlete, 50% mm -hmm. of their muscle fibers that are that are contracting and firing. So if, if the catalyst can get that up to 90%, we're seeing this big increase in engagement, which might allow for there to be less time under tension, 20 minutes rather than 45, you know? So, and, um, and then there's, of course, how intense, I'm going to say like electrical discharge, you know, the firing of the muscle, the intensity of the contraction, whether that's stimulated by a high load of weight which is not the case with catalysts or an electrical charge that can be tolerated by the individual. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. What yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. the equation is? <laughs> so, so, so let's start with the last one. Mm -hmm. So your counterweight, your counterforce, it's still resistance training, but your counterforce is your antagonist. It's the second muscle. Mm -hmm. It's not the electricity, right? So we are not like, so the, the signal is only telling the muscle to do something. We're not providing the energy to do it. Right. We're just telling it to do it. So, so for example, we are the switch. We are not the power plant that's, you know, driving the light bulb. We're just right, the right. switch. I mean, the power plant has to come from the individual. Yes, right. So we are still, you're burning your own energy. The, the but, suit doesn't but it's, power it's your you. Like, it's, it's your, I should just clarify. I was saying it's your electricity. Yes. So like when I picture a power lifter, the world's strongest man. Yeah deadlifting yes i'm he, there's a tremendous amount of electricity being discharged from his body as he fires yeah so so yes the the yes and no so the the electricity from his brain is mm -hmm. triggering a chemical reaction within the muscle fibers and because he's very trained there's a lot going on within these muscle fibers because the muscle fibers are very strong in hypertrophy we are replacing weak muscle fibers with stronger muscle fibers we're not building new muscle fibers right so after okay. after uh, the embryonic stage you're not getting new muscle fibers more mm -hmm. muscle fibers so this is why hypertrophy is not um hyperplasia which is the other side so hyperplasia means it's like i'm building new cells Right. Hypertrophy is I'm replacing small cells with bigger, stronger cells, right? So right. that's what's yeah. happening. So this power lifter 
has two things. He has very strong cells. Uh, a muscle fiber is a cell. Like that's mm -hmm. one, one entity. Mm -hmm. The weak ones have been replaced. The weak ones times. have been replaced and he's able to use a lot of them, right? Those are mm -hmm. the two skills that he has. But the mm -hmm. level of electrical discharge from his brain is probably the same as from someone else's brain. Mm, right? I think so, so. Like a little bit more probably because he's like more, if you need to be able to like really target muscle groups and like be very mm -hmm. in the moment. Like this is what Arnie always talked about, right? So when yeah. I do a biceps curl, like, you know, I, I, my, my brain is here. Like this is where put my brain mind, is, right? Put your mind in the muscle. Exactly, brain. right? So so that's what he's doing. So maybe maybe you're right. That's that's where the, the higher piece is coming from, but it's not a, uh, a order of magnitude larger. Like I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't say so. So I got it. So you're saying it is the strength of the muscle fibers that you are using and it is the number of them that you can recruit. Exactly. And then is it that times time under tension for you or is there something okay, so else? Okay, so now to let's equation? go to time under tension. Let's yeah. go to time under tension. <laughs> Actually, I love it because this, I think, is this is where, you know, this technology really, really, really shines. Yeah, it's fun to nerd out on this stuff too. Absolutely. And, and kind of like just take a stab at it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So when you go to the gym and you do all your different, you know, stations, machines, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you do biceps curls. Uh, we can talk about compound movements, but just like, let's use biceps curls as an example. So you do three sets of 15 reps, just for sake of discussion. Mm -hmm. One second up, one second down, one second up, one second down. Okay. Let's say one set takes you 20, 30, let's say 30 seconds. Let's be generous, mm -hmm. right? One seconds you contract, one seconds you release, one seconds you contract. Okay. So you have like three times 15 reps uh, times two seconds. Mm -hmm. is a hundred and is like 90 seconds is a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. So now your right biceps has a minute and a half under tension. You know, you do the name, same things with your left biceps. You do the same thing with some others. So the time under tension of your body in the gym might be an hour and a half. But if you really look which muscle group got how much time under tension, yeah. it's seconds or minutes. Yeah. Right? So now within a 20-minute catalyst session, you are half on, half off. Yeah. You have 10 minutes time and attention for all your major muscle groups within 20 minutes working out. Which is a lot. Crazy. It's like yeah. very, very much. Yeah. And, and here's here's the other interesting piece. And we're actually building some really cool technology around this. Um, like it's much in, more in active time than a lot of people would do in a traditional resistance training session at their own pace. Exactly. And instead of like, so it's more muscle work than the 90 minutes in the gym. There's one other equation, part of this equation that I realized is also applicable here with the catalyst. Intensity. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are unable or just don't bring intensity to their workouts where they're even yes. coming close to their maximum capacity. You know, where they're getting close to, let's say, positive muscle failure, right? Yes. Where, where yes. you're unable to complete a, 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 not an eccentric, but a concentric phase of the movement. People don't know what that, many people don't know what that is. They have never been there. And it matters immensely for gains. Yes. And, and building muscle and burning fat and everything. The suit cranks up, the catalyst cranks up your intensity. Over even time. When, yes. when you wouldn't bring yourself there. So, I mean, you can always pause and say, I don't want to go there whatsoever. But the way we designed the the system is there's a motivational aspect that's pushing you a little bit further that you would do on your own. Mm -hmm. So there is this personal trainer effect because the personal trainer would count three, two, 
two, two, <laughs> one, right? And you're like, eh, like learn your math, but like there's a reason why that is, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So, but he sees that you're not at the failure point yet. And this is why he's like counting three tries or five, four times or whatever like he's doing because mm. he's trying to get you to this point. What we are doing is over the 20, sec 20 minute second. So just to explain for, for your audience, like for a second. So you start your workout um, over time, um, like in the first workout, uh, the there's a f familiarization. So it's a bit different. Uh, then the the follow up workouts they explain to you everything uh, they adjust certain settings for you in different areas you always have the opportunity to say I want a little bit more on my glutes and I want a little bit less on my chest and I want a little bit more on my arms and so on and so forth so over time you're you're basically adjusting uh, the system is a little bit like in the old days the stereo equalizer where I want more bass and I want less treble and like so on and so forth so you're doing the same thing for your whole body and during a workout the trainer will adjust his intensities and yours will follow him. Doesn't mean you're trained at the same intensity as the trainer. It's like personalized to you as the individual, but the workouts have an intensity curve that fits the type of exercises that we're doing. And for example, the reason, like one of, one of the reasons like how we basically stack them is when you use fine motor skills, like with smaller muscle groups, we have, we train under less intensity and towards the end of the workout, when we do like the heavy squats and the, you know, the the, the big muscle group movements uh, that are more uh, gross motor skills, we are uh, using higher intensities. I, I'm, I'm very curious about a few things, but I want to allow you to kind of elaborate on the experience that, and, mm -hmm. and, and I'll kind of give my experience. So I've done a number of the workouts. You can pick what muscle groups you want to work. You can choose a, a more strength-based resistance training workout. You can choose more cardiovascular workout. They've got recovery ones that are geared towards stretching and mobility and, and, and improving your biomechanics. You're usually in there for 20 minutes. I, I don't think that that changes really unless you're doing maybe some of the stretching ones are shorter. So yeah, so they are like, uh, we have five, 10, 15, 20 minute workouts at the moment. Most of them are 20. That's kind of like the sweet spot. Um, this is going to vary over time, but at the moment, like this is, this seems to be quite the sweet spot. And then people basically do either like a, a 20 minute strength or power workout where the power workout from a frequency perspective is triggering more the fast twitch muscle fibers, uh, where the strength training is more the slow twitch muscle fibers. So the more, uh, endurance, you know, efficient ones. Um, and then I, for example, I just add 10 minutes cardio towards the end, like a very intense one, just like, you know, also flush electric acid out. Another catalyst program. Yes. So okay. yes, I do 20 minutes of, of strength and then 10 minutes of cardio towards the end. Um, and, and such then, an overachiever you are. Oh no. I like it. Got to lead no, from the, got to lead from the front Bjorn. Hey, but I, I already, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm already in there. Right. So like, I'm you know, saying it in a good way. I'm saying yeah. it now. I'm, I'm being complimentary. You're like, Thank you. Because then you can tell other people, be like, yo, you want to, if you want to get the best results possible, do 20 minutes in 10. That's yeah. what I do when I get in there. Absolutely. hundred percent. You know? And we're going to even like, you know, add this into the train. So training planning, like training yeah. programs is like the next thing that's coming. So, mm -hmm. you know, hey, complement this with that. And today is a Monday, you do this. And on Wednesday, you should do this and like so on and so forth. Like we're, we're more like specific around this. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so you basically get into the suit. You have a warm up period of about two minutes. Um, where you're basically like standing, you're getting into the groove, you're getting into the time. 
And you can adjust based on the day how you're feeling. Like I want it a little bit stronger, I want it a bit mm -hmm. weaker, or I want to focus a little bit more on this and this and the other. You can adjust too. in real time too. All in real time. If you're time. like, I bit off more than I could chew. I got to turn this down a little bit. I'm, yeah, I'm tired today or something. Yes. And you can do this by muscle group. Literally each muscle group you can do separately if you want to, um, mm -hmm. or just like overall. Or you say like, you know, hey, let me stay here for a second. The trainer can keep going. Then you just flat it out. Mm -hmm. Until you say, okay, let me let me follow you again. Like you know, like there, there's all this stuff. Like the the user experience is is uh, you can be as hands off as you want to be, but you can also be as much in control as you like. So it's yeah. it's we 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 figured all that out. So over the twenty minutes, like the the intensities are are going up, and the trainers basically show you what to do, and um, this is all time synced. So it literally feels as as the person is with you in the room. Mm -hmm. um, our trainers have been doing this for a very very long time, so. Uh, some customers ask me like, how does he know I'm going to be struggling on the fifth rep or on the fourth here? And like, why am I getting unstable here? Because we've been doing this like for, for such a long time. Our we CPU really is a neural net processor, a learning computer. <laughs> we're going back to the Arnold. Wait, plans. wait, we're going to get, we're going to get to like, you know, there's, there's cool AI stuff that, that we, that we're working on. I can imagine. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. And it does. You know, you you. Re I realized the very first workout. I'm like, oh, they're cranking it up. Like, I'm not going to be at this level the whole time. This is just no. to get used to it and start activating yes. things. Yes. And but you appreciate it because it's something that you might not do yourself. Exactly. Yes. So so what this thing does in multiple ways is like it helps you activate muscles that you couldn't in a form that you never would in yourself, and you're literally getting somewhere where, like, no matter if you're a pro athlete or you are like doing this for the very first time. We're literally taking you to a next level that you wouldn't get on your own. Let me know if you guys have been experiencing more of any of the following than you used to. Brain fog, difficulty staying focused, fatigue, muscle weakness or changes in balance and coordination, mood fluctuations, apathy or lower motivation, sleep issues, changes in sex drive or function, or increased sensitivity to certain foods, or just more digestive stuff going on in general. Now I ask because these are all warning signs that your brain may be struggling. Any one could be an early indicator of serious things to come. And if ignored or left unchecked, especially if you're experiencing more than one, these could significantly increase your risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, these neurodegenerative diseases uh, that include cognitive decline. The secret to unlocking the full potential of your brain comes down to three simple steps. One, precision diagnostics. This is why in our coaching program, we use the most sophisticated brain and neurocognitive testing on the planet. You then fix the deficiencies, those hormones, neurotransmitters, and nutrients that may be out of balance. And then you clean up the toxins, the stress, and the inflammatory microbes that may be interfering and making the whole process less efficient. I'm gonna do two crazy things that I've never done before. I'm offering a 100% money back guarantee, meaning if you follow the prescribed game plan that you and I create together and don't experience a significant, trackable, measurable improvement in your memory, processing speed, mental clarity, mood, and quality of life, I don't want your money. I wanna give you a full refund. But stick with me, because I'm gonna level it up even more. If your increased energy, brain health, and mental performance doesn't help you earn at least as much additional income as you invested in the program, I'm also willing to give you a full refund. I wanted to do this so that you know that you have absolutely nothing to lose, everything to gain. 
If you want to level up, go to biohackercoaching.com. Thank you. I mean, I, I love it. I've had a great experience with it. And it really is a matter of you got to put on the suit. Because once you put on the suit, you're committed to it. You know, you, 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 you've got, you guys have got that spray bottle. You, you spray it down so that the different electrode pads are conductive. You get in sort of, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a microfiber suit. Yeah, so, um, so, so uh, the suit comes with base layers. So mm-hmm. the base layers is basically a, a set of undergarment. It's like specifically built for this, mm-hmm. um, that it's like highly conductive. It's like completely antibacterial and like there's a lot of properties that go to it. And the cut is also, for example, like a normal t-shirt ends halfway of the biceps. This ends mm-hmm. here because you need to cover yeah. the whole biceps like with the electrodes yeah. and so on and so forth. And and that's the one that you sweat into and that you basically always like throw in the washing machine. And yeah. then the you're, you're slightly wetting down the suit. And there are some people who say like, oh, we have a dry suit, like, you know, in, in, in the rest of the world. Uh, we, we tested that. It doesn't really work because some people... Uh, so in, in these dry that's suits, just, that's just electricity. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's like physics, right? So, yeah. um, so air is an insulator, so that doesn't work. I mean, you technically can have these sticky pads, but then right. you have sticky pads and it's never going to be better anymore. Yes. And, um, and the, the thing for us is like, really, how do we build a pleasant, pleasant, uh, efficient experience? Mm-hmm. And there are individuals that, for example, I live here in 5% or 8% humidity, you don't sweat that much, right? Mm. So you, basically in these dry suits, you have to sweat into in the first place sort of to make it work. Um, and that uh, that is, uh, you know, that's not a good experience. So so you basically, you prep the suit, you put on the suit, um, you choose your workout and, and here you go. You can do it on your iPad, you could do it on your iPhone. Uh, I always cast it to my TV, like that's the best experience. Yeah. So, so I cast so- it to my TV, I work out in front of the TV and then my phone just becomes a remote control. So that's pretty um, cool. It's 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 really fun. Do, is that so? Do you have like the Apple TV? Uh, yes, but also software Apple TVs work, right? right. So okay. most modern devices have like software aircast, like you know you can just like cast it to the Apple TV. Yeah. Um, and and that totally works. And nice. the other big thing for me is I, I travel with it. Uh, the thing mm. is three and a half pounds altogether. Uh, fits even in a carry on and uh, yeah. My wife is a big fan of that because if we are in a, in a hotel and we don't have a good gym or, you know, during COVID, that was a big thing. Like hotel gyms were all closed. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's going to be huge. I was thinking of like, have you seen Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. Bit dystopian, but still. A bit, yeah. <laughs> but, but also an, an interesting reflection on where cities could be in 50 years or 30 years or, or you know, everything happens faster now. There's there's an acceleration of of time, I feel like at least, but there's less and less room for people. And space I think- Space is a problem, yes. Space is a problem, yes. Mm-hmm. We're building vertically. A lot of the most desirable places in the world, there's not a lot of unoccupied land. Mm-mm. And so we build vertically and people need to be able to train in smaller and smaller spaces without compromising the quality, integrity, or intensity of their workout. Absolutely. And and all these devices that you have to bolt onto the wall do this in an apartment. They probably don't let you. Um, so that, that, there's a lot of solutions. Um, yeah. So you, you you take it out, you go and like, we do it in a, in a hotel room. And so it's like, that's super easy. So really uh, the mobility and flexibility, and then you take it, put it in your closet and, and it's gone. So uh, yeah, we, we really wanted to build the most usable and efficient type of workout and work of product. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's a fantastic innovation. And I, I want to ask some of the challenging questions too, because um, one of a, a fascinating book that I read years ago by a man named Arthur Furstenberg was called The Invisible Rainbow. Are you familiar with it at all? No, I haven't heard of it. And he talks about, he shows that for many of the pandemics and epidemics throughout history, they co were correlated with a significant change in our electromagnetic environment. Spanish flu and radio waves, COVID and 5G rollout. There was, um, when the power lines came out, there was a huge flu. And, and he shows a chart kind of breaking down all of these pandemics worldwide, Asian flu and, and, and radar. Um, and it's just interesting. It's an, it's an interesting exploration. And then I think some people have noticed that if they're on their phone for 12 hours a day, some evidence suggests that they might be flooding their body with free radicals like peroxynitrate and uh, things that are, are causing um, oxidative stress that then may result in double-stranded DNA breaks and other things that, that aren't the most positive from a health standpoint. How do we, because with any stress or even water, you know, there's there's a lethal dose. Anything can kill us. Anything can be healthy and anything can be unhealthy depending on the dose. How do we know what is a healthy dose of electricity? You know, is 20 minutes uh, uh, something that causes a positive adapt, uh, adapt, adaptive response, but 60 minutes would be would become a chronic stressor? What are we seeing in the world of, of how electricity impacts health? And how do we know that we're on the right side of the stress uh, bell curve? Yeah. So, so I haven't I haven't heard of this book, and and I don't know if there's correlation or causation, which like as a statistic impossible person, to say, impossible like, you know, to it's, say, it's, right? It's it's really it's really yeah, really hard. You don't know. So so two things the the signal that we're sending. Um, so for example, we had to do a. Um, Basically, we had to prove to the FDA that we are safe, uh, for example, for the heart. Right. Um, and is it an issue? Like, you know, like you're, you're dealing with this, like, you know, you have it on the chest. and um, Some people have pacemakers and stuff. I would assume yeah, so they don't want to pacemakers are out. Yeah. So if you have a pacemaker, so. you're hard out. Yeah. And uh, and the reason for that is, uh, first of all, uh, the the warranty of your pacemaker says don't use these. Like, that's the first thing is a liability issue. I'm, I'm not and big on pacemakers, personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ideally, it, I, yes. So... The question is like, are we giving them too early and too often, and mm -hmm. like so on and so forth? Um, Usually, things that that take the work off of your body in in in, in a, something yeah. as important as like yeah. your heartbeat. Yeah, you would imagine that'd be problematic. I, I I found very interesting. There was a there was an interesting study on magnesium intake and blood pressure, mm. where they basically like someone said like you know you're basically absolutely under magnesiumated and like everybody, I'm, I'm a big, everybody and. Uh, and how it actually helps your blood vessels to like relax and therefore like totally. you know, lower your blood pressure, like instead of being on statins and so on and so forth. I, like I do a, a protocol that I jokingly call jet fuel that involves magnesium injections. Oh. And I've, I've found that a lot of our one-on-one um, -on -one guys are deficient in magnesium mm -hmm. and it is not possible to get them to physiological, um, like significant levels of magnesium orally. Even if you go to bowel tolerance, 
but with the injections, they get there fast and hmm. sleep improves, muscle recovery improves. Um, Interesting. A- a- everything. Like it, it's it's probably the most important uh, mineral. Yes. And Absolutely. and I would say it's 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 up there with vitamin D and sunlight. Mm-hmm. They're very very high up there. So I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of of high intakes of uh, of magnesium. Like you said, like until like. As long as you can tel- tolerate it, that's that's mm-hmm. really the challenge. As yeah. long as you're not getting disaster pants. <laughs> exactly, that's that's the point. Um, so coming back, it's like the the signals that we're sending are the exact same signals that the body uses anyway. So it's like we're just sending it instead of from the brain to the to the muscle to the skin to the muscle, but it's exactly the same signal. We're not adding a different signal. So if you're talking about five G or Wi-Fi or whatsoever, those are signals that the or radar or whatever that is that the body mm-hmm. normally doesn't have. The only one that they are known to is uh, UV light, and this is why we have different skin colors and different iris colors in different mm-hmm. parts of the world, like originally, because it was fighting cancer. Like it's very clear, right? So mm-hmm. blue eyes. Uh, we have in the north because we needed vitamin D because it's triggered like your vitamin D production is triggered by your uh, by your retina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're basically using the same stuff that existed before. And coming back, we had to prove that uh, like we're, we're safe for the heart and for like certain areas like where we basically put it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we worked with a pacemaker company, and uh, because that it is so low that we. We couldn't run a study with that when they said like, you know, let's compare it to like what would actually have an impact on the body. Because pacemaker companies, especially when they go to the skin in an emergency situation, when you have a heart arrest and you you need to transcutaneously pace, mm-hmm. um, they basically gave us the parameters that they're sending. And we're like, okay, so we are a thousands of this here and we're like, like a oh, hundred times much less. less. Yes. It's, it's that much less than using crazy. Than using the- yes. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. So, so the defibrillators and the transcutaneous pacing, you have to sedate the patient to sustain it. It's that hard. Right. You need to put that much energy into the body to actually have that. So they're they're basically like first. I still remember it's like first when they said like, "What are you sending?" That's a very shitty pacemaker. <laughs> you know, that was like literally like what their response was. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is like our Bluetooth devices. You're, on you're the talking hip. about a, like a defibrillator, right? Yeah, defibrillator or transcutaneous pacing, like where you want to like. Oh, okay. So they also call those pacemakers. Yes. You're just so, talking- so, so there's like so so pacing means you make the heart beat, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do it transcutaneously, so through the skin, or you do it through the catheter, right? What you're mm-hmm. talking about is like the implanted ones that are right. catheters, right? Yeah. So you basically put it like literally into the heart on the into the, the area of the heart where you basically have the nervous uh, signal. You know, need need the nervous signal, like the the, the signal here, um, and um, we're just so much lower that we, we that, can't. Yes, really. Yes, and like the pacemaker that my dad with Parkinson's had in his chest. You have a lower electrical output. No, 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 no. So then the transcutaneous one. You have to you have to create apples to apples, right? right? So so you still, for example, we you have to have a certain amount of energy to even penetrate the skin. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, and then you have to penetrate the rest of your body to get to any organs where it actually can have an impact, right? So the one that your your father had implanted, like that is millivolts. That's like super small right. because it's exactly within the heart. Yes. Okay. That right? was what I so, thought. Right. So for example, it's, it's a little bit like if you want to, you know, the, the amount of power a chiropractor needs to put on your spine to move it versus you're operating on the nerve. Right. Right. Understood. So it's like... Right, so it's like there's this, 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 yeah. and that. 
But in terms of like anything that medically would be used to influence your body, we're about a hundred times or a thousand times, depending on the factor, like lower than that. Gotcha. And it's been used for like now 60, 70 years. So we're within these parameters. So we're mm-hmm. using exactly these parameters. But on the positive side, we are distributing this over larger areas through the skin. So for example, all the sticky pads that you know from your tense devices are about two by two mm-hmm. or four by two. Those are the sticky pads. Yeah. So the amount of energy that's being transported through the skin is much denser on the medical devices that you use on your skin, on your knee, on your on your hip, on your, on your whatever you're going to use it for. So in the catalyst suit, you have very large areas. So it's, it's very comfortable and it's like very low exposure because we're distributing the energy over a large area of the body. That makes sense. Okay, so... That makes me more comfortable with it um, and and giving it context too, because, you know, for you to say, all right, it's like one 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 thousandth of what you would experience with defibrillators that bring yeah. people back to life. Now, there's also a lot of people that are using this that are just getting into health and wellness or having success for the first time. So these are not well-conditioned individuals in some no. cases. No. Have you had any issues with them? No. So the, the interesting piece here is um, we now know like in, the, in the whole industry, worldwide, there's about 13,000, 15,000 EMS personal training studios in the rest of the world. It's massive. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't realize um, it was that We big. have like millions of users. Uh, we have like hundreds of millions of sessions under the belly. Um, we know about three, four cases where trainers push newbies too hard. Um. But this is something where you would push yourself never to. Right. And this is right. in a studio, in, in person. In a studio, in not person. someone with, a, with an no. iPad. No. And, and that's the interesting thing. Is so from a behavior and from an experience design, when you have to ask someone to turn it down, you're reluctant, you're hesitant, you think the person knows better and so on and so forth. Yeah, you feel like a bitch. Yeah, and some people are just afraid. Some people are just afraid, right? (laughs) But then, but then saying like, "Oh, I want a little bit less," and if it's just a click away, people just do that. Yeah. Yeah. So self-regulating is 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 much easier and is much better uh, than that because it's literally it's intense. But people don't they they know roughly where to go. We have not an issue of people overtraining. We have an issue of uh, about ten percent or fifteen percent of our customers under training. Because they don't even know what it's supposed to feel, so we're working a lot with like recommended values and like you should train in this area and you should train in that area and yeah. so on and so forth. And you ask at the end of the workout something to kind of gauge your experience, right? Yes. Am, am exactly. I making that up? It's like, all right, was this was this as hard as you wanted, or was it too easy? And then that and allowed. it's always learning, right? So yeah. all the adjustments that you ever make. Well, take into account, they complete your profile, and then the next workout gets adjusted to the what's that. So over time, you're just getting better and better and better in like the system like learns more and more about you, what you want to do. Right. There was, um, this reminds me a little bit. So years ago, the, the second time I got Lyme disease, I went to Clinic St. George in Bad Eibling, Germany, and they do extreme whole body hyperthermia. Mm-hmm. Where they'll they, they do it for cancer and, and for Lyme and co-infections. Mm-hmm. They've, as of 2021, they'd they'd successfully treated 25,000 people of cancer and 2,500 people of Lyme disease. Many of those people, many of those 25,000 with cancer had stage four, very compromised, very deconditioned. You know, I saw the the state that they were in, never had a single death. 
right? So they're heating people up to 107 degrees in this compromised state, often advanced cancers, never a single death heating them up to 107 degrees and keeping them there for two hours under medical supervision and then repeating that process one week later. That track record- Crazy. To me, sp speaks volumes. It's everything you need Absolutely. to know. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And and then to find out that it was banned in the, in the United States, that made me then say, that's kind of bullshit. You know, like this is something that is allowing people to use one-tenth the chemotherapeutic dosage of radiation and certain, certain yeah. you know, um, yeah. chemotherapies. And it's knocking out Lyme disease where the first time I had to do like a hundred ozone sessions. I had to go get, get intravenous light therapy and all these different things. This, this got it done in two weeks. I mean, right? there, there are a lot of new things. And when you challenge the status quo, there's always resistance that that's just, right. uh, and, and we see this, we have people say like, oh, this can't work. Like this doesn't work this and this doesn't work that. Did you ever try it? No, no, no. I know this can't work. I'm like, really? Like that, that's really what you say? Those people are the yeah, best. Yeah, it's like those those people are really the best. It's um, but then you see like I saw using this through his whole career, uh, and he just happened to be the fastest man on the planet. And we're really good at fast twitch muscle fiber activation and no what? joint impact uh, training. And I apologize. Who did you just reference? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know he. So right? he uses electrical muscle stem. So he used like he, like there's a there's a 2012 picture of himself like selfie on Instagram where like the, the the hell broke loose in Europe, like on this technology, because like, you know, he was on the peak of his like yeah. career, Just like running this, he's crushing like, you know, everybody. This is dope. And, then, <laughs> and then everybody went like, so I think at the, like just pre-pandemic, that's the last number I had in Germany, they had like 3000 personal training studios just using this. Holy cow. I, I yes. hope that guy got a cut of something. You gotta, hey, you gotta get, reach out to Usain Bolt. Uh, yeah, maybe, him, maybe, definitely, four, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cut him in at 4%. <laughs> Um, Be like, you want no, to make like, some money this time, Hussein? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, hundred, hundred percent. So, like, pro usage is uh, in in Europe. All the soccer players use it. Yeah, um, recovery times have have gone better. I think Ronaldo even has its small, like, sticky pad uh, EMS uh, brand. Really? Uh, in Japan, it's a big thing, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Do you know it, if like, it really does, works? Does, does like Lionel Messi and those guys use it as well? Any idea? Uh, I don't uh, know. I don't uh, so by I know I know Benzema is like always talking, always like posting about it, yeah. uh, and 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 has it, and uh, oh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them in the in the late 2000s. It was kind of like a secret. So all like I think Bayern Munich and Real Madrid were the first to have it, mm -hmm. and they literally put it in a basement, and they you know their 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 yeah. players had to sign NDAs and like. I mean, it, those it guys was, are was on legit. top of everything. They had. Yeah. I would get VHS tapes of how they would train the the feeder teams for like Bayern Munich and Bayern Leverkusen and all those those programs and the technology that they were using is like what the NFL is using now, and mm -hmm. they would be applying it to like five to twelve year old kids. You know, and having yeah. them doing different like fast twitch explosive movements and like they'd run and jump into each other and then have to land and sprint. So like yeah. to, to force yeah. them off balance and be able to catch themselves mm -hmm. on one foot and then go. It was like Absolutely. it was it was a decade or decades ahead of what was going on in, in, in the US. So okay, I think you covered the safety thing. There's it's just people aren't getting hurt. There's no issues coming up. No hundreds, no, hundreds of thousands like, of sessions. That yeah. that makes me much more comfortable with it too. Cause I was I didn't know that th this aspect of the data. And I was like, I got this thing cranked up pretty high. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the opposite of people saying like, is this safe? And it's the opposite. It's the only, technically the only safe thing because when you lift 
bad form, you hurt yourself, mm -hmm. right? If you snap your foot, if you're like, you know, you're, you're tripling and you're, you're tripping and whatsoever, it's like, because it's coming originally from this physiotherapy background, it is, mm -hmm. it is so inherently safe. Uh, like I'm, I'm still totally blown away. And if individuals that have like high level of atrophy, high level of osteoporosis at any age, or have already a very high level of um, training volume as athletes, it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really digging it and excited about it now. Okay. Just before we kind of land yeah. this plane and I want to give you an opportunity to share anything else that we haven't covered that, that you wanted to discuss today. Um, are you familiar with like the halo sport? No, I'm not. What is that? So it's this device that looks like a pair of headphones. It looks like a pair of wireless headphones and it uses electrical stim to activate the motor cortex. Oh yeah. So I think there's another product that I know about, but uh, yeah, yeah, similarly, yes. It's like this neural priming that that takes place. And then that- I think it's allows, like a brush and it's like on your skin and like, you know, basically like- Probably the same type of yeah, technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also very interesting because you're seeing, I mean, they had, the, musicians are using it, chefs are using it. You can learn motor skills mm -hmm, faster, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and you can use legs or or upper body and core or, you know, your, your right or left hand. And they took- they took two professional pianists and they said, all right, you're going to, you're going to each learn a Bach prelude, mm -hmm. but one of you is going to use the halo sport and one of you isn't. So you're going to do the person using the halo sport is going to do 20 minutes of neuropriming, stimulating the motor cortex before playing and learning the play prelude. The other one isn't the, the, the first guy that wasn't using the halo sport took him a week. The second guy had, was playing the prelude better by Wednesday. Wow. I'm seeing similarities here with cheat codes that increase mm -hmm. the amount of neuropriming and neural activation that increase the amount of muscle fiber activation. And it's very exciting, especially to think about possibly combining these things. Potentially, yes. So one thing that I've seen um, or we have seen is we had a pro athlete end of his career um, got injured and uh, hamstring injury in soccer uh, in the US. And- uh, that, was, that was what kept end, ending my career. <laughs> yeah, it's very, hamstring injury is like big, big topic. And- Every time uh, I came back, I'd tear my hamstring. So he ended up playing every minute of the whole season. Wow. So that was his first thing. But what he, what he discovered and what he added on is like, he literally said, I prime my body 10 minutes in the suit before I go out in the field. Ah. He said, literally, like, you know, I, 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 I know, triples, like, you know, this, you know, that and the other, like, not a full on training, but like, basically waking up um, your body and like, you know, increased proprioception and all that. And, and he said, like, I'm just so much more there. I'm just absolutely like, like, my body is like so much more awake. So he's, he used this as a, as a prehab. Uh, we haven't really like, researched that fully yet, but yeah. So do you know what program he was running? Um, so he was a mixture of strength and cardio. He was a mixture of like strength and cardio because I was just twitches. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's what he used like even as a, as a prehab. That's brilliant. That's making me think I'd, I'd try that and then get back on the soccer field and see how I feel after. Yeah. 
I mean, you should you should talk to Max. Like he's our like one of our like you know old, like longest standing trainers. He was a um, mm -hmm. he was a pro player like when he was young, got injured and then got on Soccer? the train. Soccer, yes, yeah, uh, in Berlin and. Uh, Oh, and nice. and he might have uh, and he does all that. He's actually on on the workouts when he does like the soccer pieces. Max, mm -hmm. like he's one of the trainers on the on the app. Um, and oh, for example, right, yeah. right. And he has an ACL prevention workout and so on and so forth. So like very specific stuff that's like training uh, certain parts of your body like for very very uh, specific goals. That's sweet. Um, no, you just I, I, yeah. Let's. I want to kind of bring this bring this home, but I'm enjoying this a lot. And I'm curious about so much here and even like possible synergies for you guys i mean i what, think once people know about this it's it's already exploding it's going to become normal i i think yeah. it's totally normal so everybody like who's who's incorporating this into their lives it's becoming like brushing your teeth yeah. it's like twice a week i do this and why not because like the the time investment versus the outcomes are just so insane you're literally like why should i not be doing this and right all the time that you invest here, you don't spend in hospital or whatever, like later. Like that's literally like the the, the piece here. You were saying something earlier on on terms of like body composition and weight loss and so on and so forth. So like very clearly, like we're not a weight loss tool. We can't claim that because it's always mm. the question of like how much are you eating? But one thing we see, we see a change where because you're building healthy muscle mass, your whole basic metabolic rate goes up, your mm -hmm. burn goes up. Yeah. Um, you're becoming more active. Your lifestyle becomes more active because you're more confident uh, in your body and 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 uh, you're moving more. You know? So it's really becoming an agent of change uh, and and almost like a gateway drug to a healthier lifestyle. Absolutely. And there's, I mean, it's it it is a cheat code from the perspective of how much muscle fiber you're able yes. to recruit yes. and activate and 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 at what mm -hmm. intensity. You know, I had. One of the guys I started working with four months ago, I told him, look, at the beginning, you're going to do a lot for a little because you don't have mm -hmm. a base level of strength. I'm like, I can go strap an 80 pound kettlebell to myself mm -hmm. and do pull-ups mm -hmm. and do, you know, three sets of, of, mm -hmm. of six or eight pull-ups. And I will do, have lifted more weight than you could lift down there for totally. half yes. an hour Same. or an hour. Yeah. I'm like, so you're, you're training to be able to condense mm -hmm. the time of your workout. The catalyst allows you to, to to condense the time of your workout without building that level of yes. strength. And it allows you to do that without the... So for you to be able to do that, to do this workout, you have to have a high level of ability to start. You, for example, for mm -hmm. you to even consider strapping a kettlebell around your hip, you need to be able to do pull-ups in the first place, right? So for everyone Correct. who's like starting on this journey or is not yet able to do like, let's say... 20 pull-ups without weights, right? And now we have to weight it down so mm -hmm. that we get like into this, like how many reps do you need to do like to really build like additional strength? For people who are starting mm -hmm. on their journey, you know, they can condense a lot of work on their body in a short amount of time. And then for those who want to just get the extra kick on top of it, you can take your body into an area that you wouldn't be doing on your own. And it's mm -hmm. all building strength. That's so important. Yeah, right, right. And the strength is is happening. Like you oh. will be able to lift more weight if you choose to test yeah, your absolutely. inputs. We in had a we had a gym. very interesting uh, case. Um I uh Marsoc Marine and his team, uh they we did it a year and a half ago at, at um an, an exercise with them. So they deployed somewhere bumfuck nowhere into a safe house and uh just took equipment like surveillance equipment and couldn't take a lot of gym equipment and they stayed 10 weeks into the safe house 
so they took catalyst suits. Um, so they worked out. Yes. They so they this, just, really? because that was just three pounds, like they had a few duffel bags <laughs> and like, you know, did that. So, yeah. so they just did catalyst for 10 weeks straight. They came back. They're yeah. in the late 30s. Best PT test in 10 years. Come on. That's yeah. a testimonial and a half. Yes. So these are these are elite special forces guys. Yeah, we're currently talking. Uh, wow. Yeah, we're, we're talking with like bigger deployments and, and so on and so forth. But yes. So hitting hitting PRs, just training using electro stim, mm -hmm. at, at at one mm -hmm. location, basically like you're homebound. Fascinating. So for our listeners, um, guys, if you if you want to check out the Catalyst suit, it's spelled with a K K E T K A T A L Y S T dot com. And uh, Bjorn and I have, and, and their team set up a biohacks discount code for you guys that will save you some money on your suit and everything that you need to dive in to the wonderful world of muscle stimulation and uh, this electrical muscle stimulation technology that, that is in the Catalyst suit. So discount code biohacks. Um, Bjorn, the last question that's kind of a vision thing before you want to pull it all together with the call to action for our audience beyond what I said. Um, I mentioned this in a recent interview. There's there's this kind of classic self-help book that's a little bit of like self-help 101, personal development 101, but it's Stephen yes. Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in there, he's got a section mm -hmm. where he talks about beginning with the end in mind. So sort of going through a visualization practice of your funeral and what you want to have accomplished in the key silos of your life. Um, in this case, we're going to talk specifically like professionally, because I'm sure you have a lot in terms of, you know, your role as a husband and these different silos. But I'm curious about that. If, if you're, mm -hmm. if you come to the end of your road, what do you want to have achieved, created? How do you want your creations to have impacted the world in a way where you're like, that'd be pretty fucking so awesome. So when I, when I, uh, quit my job and said, I'm going to start on this journey. I wrote down my basically mission statement on what I'm going to achieve. And it is, I'm going to put a dent into the CDC statistics so that like life and wellness and uh, life expectancy of people is increasing again. Because currently on a decrease, we're like, it's just getting worse at this point in time. It's a nosedive at the moment, especially here it's in the United dive. States. Yeah, and not healthy. And we're getting much, so much bigger. The, the new term now, and I didn't have it back in the days, no. but I would use it today, is like have a longer health span and make this societally, mm -hmm. statistically, measurably relevant. So I think I was successful if I can point back or people say like, this really improved my life. And the analogy that I would use is an electric toothbrush. So the electric toothbrush has significantly improved oral health mm. uh, over the last 30 years. Everybody's using it. We're buying them in Costco. And if I ask you, do you have an electric toothbrush? Like, if you say no, that's like the 0.1% exception of, of everyone. So what's it like brushing your teeth like a fucking like, pilgrim? You know, it's like, I mean, we, we've done this, you know, backpacking and sawing off the, 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 the toothbrush, yeah. like, you know, for weight. Like, yes, yeah. we've done that. The little twigs, we sit by the fire. And totally, like, totally done that. But what I, what I really want to get to is, and, and that's what success looks like, is empowering parts of the society. Is it by age? Is it by gender? Is it by sickness? Is it by body composition? 
to be successful on their physical fitness journey that haven't done this before and make this a significant portion of society. I like that. It's pulling people into the game that have been on the sidelines. Yes. And or maybe not even on the sidelines, rather they were they were in the they were in the stands watching. 75% of the US population doesn't meet the basic movement requirements. Movement, not exercise. Movement requirements by the CDC. 75% mm-hmm. fail at that. And once you are there, you're on this downward spiral. And activities that should be fun and should be exciting are just cumbersome and and strenuous to yourself. So I want to empower people to be better husbands, better wives, better grandparents, and and just be happier. And how I would put it is the ancient Greeks had a a saying in Latin, is uh, mens sana in corpore sana, which means a healthy mind and a healthy body. And I truly believe that our bodies are vessels where our soul and our mind is living in for now. 100%. And, and if that vessel is not in good shape, like we cannot be in good mental shape. We cannot be in good um, uh, shape with our souls. So helping people and giving them tools to be successful on this journey where they haven't been in the past, I think that would be a great legacy to leave behind. I think that's fantastic. And then anything else I got into right now would be too nuanced and it would pull us away from a big vision statement that I like. Um, Bjorn, this has been a very fun, interesting conversation. I'm glad we, it's, it's been a long time coming, but I'm glad we did it. Anthony, thank you so much for having me. Um, this was really fun. And uh, if you have any more questions, let me know and uh, we can dive deeper. Absolutely. So for the last people that you know, are kind of on the fence right now, or maybe people that feel like the, they, they either know there's more for them, they're looking to be more efficient and effective with their workouts, or they want greater success with their health and fitness. What What is your message to them to encourage them to take action, to, to go pick up a catalyst system and uh, get started? This is literally the the first new and maybe only real breakthrough in, in this field. And if you care about this, at least give it a try. Um, we, we hear wonderful stories what people have achieved in areas where they didn't even think progress was possible. Um, and if you don't like it, send it back. If you say it doesn't work, send it back. You know, totally works. You can do this within a month. Uh, people just don't do it. <laughs> so if you really care about your body and you care about this journey, uh, you have to try this. Uh, you can still say like yes or no, but I think not trying it is, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you're just missing out. Right. And yeah, no, I love it. I, I see so much potential too for the people who are bedridden in hospitals. Oh, totally. And and to prevent the associated sarcopenia, the muscle loss and osteopenia and everything mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm that puts people in a position where a simple fall can kill them. Yeah. This this could get people back moving. I mean, there's so many applications. We could, oh, we yeah. could for sure do a part two and dive into that. And I see a lot of synergies, but Definitely. I appreciate this this so much in your time and it's been awesome. And uh, what you're doing is incredible and I'm pumped about it. I love the technology and I, I encourage any of our listeners who feel and resonate with Bjorn, you, um, this conversation, share it with people. That's that's how we get these, these podcasts out there and reach new people and check out Pick up a suit, 
try it for 30 days. If you're not, if you're not really into it and, and you feel like Bjorn or myself were full of shit in our uh, recommendation and, and encouragement, then send it back and you have yes, nothing to lose. Definitely. So cat, catalyst.com with a K. Thank Anthony, you, Bjorn. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for spreading the word of like so many things and, uh, being, a an agent of change for your, your listeners' lives and, uh, you know, always looking for, for ways to do so. Appreciate that. Thank you, brother. 